2024 is the year of podcasts, and we want to let you know about a brand new show that is live right now. Join with me to share the good news about the Worthy of Everything podcast. It's just one of the two hosts, Jaja Lasso. Jaja, you've been working on this podcast in the background. Our team has been very excited as we've been preparing for its launch. How does it feel to know that the episodes finally are out there and we're moving forward every single week? It is so exciting and I am just excited to see where God takes it and I have so much hope that it is going to be an incredible blessing to the listeners. Amen, amen. But as I understand it, this is a show tackling the issues of mental health through the lens of the gospel. Can you share just a little bit more about the heart and the intent and who you're really trying to serve through the Worthy of Everything podcast? So I personally was freed from depression and as I've come to understand my freedom from sin and identity in Christ, I start to recognize all these amazing gifts that God has given us. So yeah, just exploring and hearing awesome testimonies about how to walk out true intimacy with a loving father who pursues his kids. Oh man, sounds like a good time. If you want to check out the show, lovereality.org slash podcasts and look for the Worthy of Everything show. The world doesn't think that the gospel can change your life, but we know that it can. And that's why we want you to hear these stories, stories of transformation, stories of freedom, people getting free from sin and healed from sin because of Jesus. This is Death to Life. I was young, right? So I didn't have to like, I didn't like think for myself, I guess. So I was like, oh, my brother thinks it's cool. Like, I'm going to go too. You know, and that's where it kind of comes like my brother's faith was my faith. So I, I read it for myself, bro, and I, and I start crying, bro, because I'm just like, I truly, like, it's like my shades were being off and I got the, I got eyes from God, right? You are dead to sin. You are alive in God. Yo, welcome to the Death to Life podcast. My name is Richard Young, and today's episode is with my dude, Aiden. I met Aiden about a year and a half ago, I think. I'm not sure. But the first thing I, I found out about this dude is how talented um, he is musically. I love his music. But more than that, I love his heart. Uh, this dude has been loved by God in a real way. And so hearing this story of a kid who thought he was trash to now someone who is attaching faith to what God says about him is just beautiful to hear. Uh, it gets a little bit, we talk a little bit Christian hip-hop in it, so if you like that, you'll love this episode. If you don't, you'll still love the episode because there's so much gospel in it. So, uh, buckle up, strap in. This is Aiden, A3. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Man, this is real talk. God is loving on me. Colorful and innocent, that's on me. Got me standing in the light and it's on me. Bro, so I'm in. We've been circling. I've been circling this episode. I've, I've wanted to hear just your story and mm -hmm. what it's done to your art. But let me ask you this, man. Where do you feel like your story starts when it comes to like young Aiden kind of understanding who God was back then and what old Aiden was like? Yeah, so I grew up. I grew up in a Pentecostal church, and it started when I was very young. And I saw my grandpa preaching. I saw my mom's leading worship. Um, 
And I thought church was just one thing, right? And um, it was just like, I felt like this was all that it was. It was very, you you went crazy on Saturday nights, but you, you praise the Lord on, on Sunday mornings. And um, you had to be this perfect kind of Christian. You had to really like be someone you weren't, you know? And that's all I saw. I was talking to my girlfriend last night. Like I remember seeing stuff that I thought like my grandparents and my parents were. And I was so disappointed to think that like they're living kind of like a double life. So I was very confused at a young age seeing all that. But obviously I was just, you know, I didn't know. But it starts off like that. Just not knowing like what is, you know, but then my big brother, 350 Mike, um, as you know him, uh, he grows up and he has his friend in that church. Right. And um, he takes him to this youth group called uh, Ground Zero and uh-huh. um, shout out Ground Zero. It's not a thing no more. RP. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he takes him to this thing called Ground Zero and it's like a youth group, bro, for, on Saturday nights. Starts at like nine and ends like at midnight, right? Kids huh. on Saturday night going crazy till midnight, playing basketball. Never, never heard of it, right? Never heard of what this is. I'm going crazy, right? But my brother goes and he, I remember at a young age, my brother is very smart. He's a very smart person. And he like challenged my grandpa, bro. Like he like challenged his, his theology, like he said, like, because one thing my grandpa really thought that is that we can lose our salvation, uh-huh. right? And uh, my brother was like, no, you know, <laughs> like, obviously he said why, right? But he said no, and he challenged it at, at maybe like when he was 16 and he left and he went to go to this thing called Ground Zero, right? And uh-huh. that's where he truly learned what the gospel was, right? And, uh-huh. um, and... He, you know, my, my father wasn't around uh, in my life. So uh, my brother was like my father and he just really wanted uh, wanted me to be around that, you know. And so I go to this, this thing called Ground Zero and at a young age, bro. And I remember like I get saved, bro. And I'm praying for things, bro. Like, I'm like, God, like, could you do this, bro? And it happens like magic, bro. Like, I remember like. I pray. We went to an Andy Mineo concert, and I remember praying like, "God, like, can you take my brother's CD? Can you make Andy Mineo take my brother's CD, bro?" And it didn't happen, bro. But then it happened. Like stuff was like that, bro. Like I was like, "Bro, God is real, right?" And um, at a young age, and and uh, and I just thought like, let, dang, let me like, ask you about this background real quick because you're you're mentioning. Yeah. I mean, I think for those of you don't who don't know you. Uh, your name is Aiden, but your yes, stage sir. name is A3. Your brother's name oh, is yes, Mike, yeah, but yeah. he's 350 from the east side. So when did this yeah. music thing start, uh, and how did that start influencing what you thought about God? Yeah, it started... I started... My brother started doing music because he's older, right? But uh, for me, it started when I was, I think, in fifth grade. Uh, just wanting to be like my brother, bro. I remember, um, yeah, I was just like, 
Christian rap is cool. I'm a rap for Jesus. I remember there was like you. Uh, are you familiar with Zero Two Hundred by by Drake? Yes, sir. Zero Two Hundred. Yeah, so that was like my first ever song, bro. I did a remix on that, bro. Just I did like two lines, and my brother did the whole song. I'm like, bro, this is my song. Just rapping about Jesus. Uh, is that yeah, somewhere I mean, on the internet that I can hear it? No, 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 no. no, it's not, no it's not. I can. I man, I don't know where that is. But yeah, I want to hear uh, that dog because that beat yeah, goes hard. It was whack, bro. So, um, but yeah, like I started at fifth grade. I started writing in my journal, just wanting to, wanting to be go crazy for Jesus. Because I mean, that it was cool at the time for me. I mean, it still is cool, right? But like, uh, it was cool seeing like my big brother do it, and um, you know, Lecrae and Andy Mineo. Just like, dang, those guys are cool, and uh, just wanted to be like that, bro. Like we believed in Jesus, and we wanted to do something cool for Jesus, and. Uh, we're just rapping for Jesus. I remember, like, uh, in fifth grade, bro. I, I, I my, f- this was my first time performing in fifth grade. It was at a talent show, and I was just saying, "Jesus is King. He is my Father." I remember saying all that stuff, and it was pretty cool. It went down. So, when your brother is, when did your, when did Three Fifty start his music? Was it after this uh, youth group or before? Nah, it was. Way before he he's uh he's been writing songs since he was young man like uh I don't know what it was bro like he's just he was just talented man like he was just he knew how to write songs he knew how to structure things well um he knew how to play guitar bass drums like everything bro like I don't know what it was he played in a, uh in my grandparents church as well like uh, the band and I don't know what it was bro he would go he was just very talented and. Uh, he just started rapping, bro. I remember like seeing him. I was like, man, I want to be like my big brother, you know. So that's how that's how it kind of came to be. So when he goes to this youth group and he starts yep. to understand the gospel, and he comes back, did this like like this heavily influence you? Did you start going, or did you start kind yeah, of yeah, thinking yeah. about things the way he did? No, yeah, uh, it started, uh, bro. Like, so I was young, right? So I didn't have to like. I didn't like think for myself, I guess. So I was like, oh, my brother thinks it's cool. Like, I'm going to go too, you know, and that's where it kind of comes. Like my brother's faith was my faith, you know, uh-huh. like uh, uh-huh. and uh, I mean, it's not not great. Right. But I was very young. I was like 10. And uh, but yeah, like if he did rap, like I was going to do rap or like I remember, bro, it was so weird. Like I remember I would hear like these certain rappers, this one uh, specific rapper, Meek Mill. My brother is not a big fan of him. I'm not a big fan of him no more. But when I was younger, I was. And I was like, hey, like, do you like this? And he'd be like, nah, like, yeah, I don't like it either. Like (laughs) I would do stuff like that, bro. Like just wanting to like make my 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 brother like, you know, but yeah, so I was heavenly influenced by that. But um, I think. Like, like, uh, not until like, I think I was a sophomore, a sophomore where I started like figuring out things like, like on my own, Uh not in the right way, because we'll get into it later. But that's when I, uh, I started watching pornography, Uh like, and I started thinking all these sorts of things about myself, like. I'm going to be this, I'm going to be that, I am this, like, you know, so, but I remember, like, yeah, like, so I was very influenced by my brother at that time, and, but this youth group, bro, like, 
it like changed like my life. I, I would say, bro, like it changed my life. Like, like showing genuine, like love of Christ and showing like what it, what it means to, to be the hands and feet of God. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but they still had this kind of like thing, thinking of like, you're a sinner still. Huh. Right. And, um, I remember throughout like, yes, like I was enjoying my time at this youth group. I was, I was having fun. I was loving Jesus. I was going to summer camps, bro. But there was still a thing in me, like, no, I'm ugly. You know, like that's always been the thing, bro. And I even, even till now I'm in freedom now. And, and, um, I get thoughts like that. Right. But it's like, I remember from a young age, bro, like, um, going way back right uh from a young age like fifth grade bro fourth grade i remember hating myself <laughs> just because like i remember my grandparents used to say that we were we were the bad kids right huh we were the bad we were me my brother and my sister we were the bad kids we were we were the ones that always acted out we were the ones that messed up like i was always like kissing girls in like elementary and i was always <laughs> doing weird stuff bro like like all dirty right but uh but yeah, bro, I was, we were always acting out. Like my sister was going crazy. My brother was sneaking out or whatever. Sneaking out to go to church, by the way. Like that's crazy. Right? <laughs> like it's, it's insane. Right. So I, I guess from a young age, I, I put that on myself. Like we are the bad kids. I'm the ugly one. So I remember at a young age, bro, thinking like, I want to change my name just because Aiden is attached to me. Not that I didn't like Aiden, but it was Aiden was attached to me and I didn't like that. Right. And so I remember at a young age thinking I don't like myself just because that put that was put on me. So as I grew up, what I did was on me. Like if I messed up, I'm messed up. I'm a mess up, right? Like yeah. if I failed a test, I'm stupid. Like if I, you know, like if uh, a girl broke up with me, like I'm ugly or type thing, you know, like, like I just put, always put that on me. And, um, did you no. think you were physically ugly or did you think like the acts that you mm. did, like the misbehavior, like that was like who you were to the death and it that's what a, made you ugly? It was both, bro. Like I remember, like I remember I used to compare myself to like guys, bro. Like, man, I, I wish I was like that good looking or I wish I was that buff, you know, like I remember thinking those things, bro. Like it was just weird. Like I just had weird thoughts when I was young. I still have weird thoughts, right? But oh yeah, those thoughts just, aren't weird, dude. I mean, this is how people yeah, okay. live every single day, right? Yeah. So I I noticed that too. Like th- when I was in high school, I remember like telling my girlfriend like I was super emotional. Like I was very like I would cry all the time, bro. And I remember saying like I just want to be like those guys that like that like, are chill. Like I just want to chill. Like I remember telling her that, bro. But then I think God, the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit has always been with me. He's like, I I think he told me like, bro, no, like everybody goes through what you're going through. You just don't hide it. And I was like, damn, like that's, that's kind of facts. Like there, there's this uh, person in my life, a really close person in my life. And um, what his thing is, is he's incapable of being dishonest. He's incapable. So he'll call me up and he'll say all of these insecurities and all of these things. And he's like, is it weird that I feel like this? And I said, no, it's not weird. You're just so honest that you can't hide it and everybody sees it. 
Uh, yeah. Most people are feeling those insecurities, but they hide them and they push them down or they medicate those insecurities by, you know, stuff that you would, you don't medicate them by. You're just living yeah. with them. And he was like, yeah. oh, so people are going through this stuff. And it's because we're all being kind of like attacked by the enemy to position us uh, as less than, right? Yeah. That's freaking wild, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude. And so... Um, because of your, you know, all this stuff about you, by the time you, you become a sophomore, obviously because you're a follower of Christ, uh, you know that pornography isn't, isn't it, but you fall into like the trap and, uh, tell me if, if this is what it was like, you wanted to get out of it, but you didn't mm -hmm. know how to get out of it. And you, and you didn't know if it was possible, like describe that whole thing. Yeah, I didn't like. There's even sometimes till now, bro, like, I think like, man, like, there'd be the thought in my head, like, is this my life? You know, like, like, is this, and you know, and like, something that Christian, our good friend Christian tells me, like, like, yes, bro, there's pa practical things to do, right? Like, put a block on your phone. Yes, like, t like take your laptop out of your room or take your TV, go to the stream measurements, right? Like do all the crazy stuff. Right. Uh, -huh. uh, but it's like, it's really like, it takes like the truth, bro. Like knowing, like, no, like, like, I know you asked me a question, but I just want to address this. Like, I think, uh, uh, it's the thing of truth, like knowing and going to the, like the secret place and saying, I don't need this. Like, you are enough, God. Like, cause, and like, I think the reason why I, f I fall to pornography, uh, was, was because like, I didn't, I forget who I am and I forget who the father is, right? For I sure. forget how good, I forget how good he is that I like, that he's the only thing that can really like just make me feel good in a sense, or like just like feel whole, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, so I forget that and I'm like, I need something else to feel whole or I just, you know, I forget who I am. I'm a man of integrity that doesn't do that, that doesn't uh -huh. like act in that stuff. Like I forget that I'm a man of integrity, you know, and and I think that's why I, I would fall and 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 I just forget. I just thought I was just like this kid that just watches watches this stuff. But yeah, like I remember in high school, bro, like. Like I did some crazy stuff, bro. Like I remember I broke my computer. I'm like, God, I wanna, I wanna f be free from this. <laughs> <laughs> that shows your that, heart, dude. Yeah, man. Like I, 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 I remember I was praying this other day, bro. Like, like, God, I just wanna do. I just wanna, I just wanna honor you with everything. You know, I'm not, I'm not breaking stuff now, but. Hey, let, like, let's talk about this for a second, man. Because this, yeah, yeah, this is so important for us to understand. And it's about our belief about who we are and what we have become, and also a belief about what power pornography has over us. And I was just talking about this yeah. last night in a, in a in a men's group. Um, you and I, I think we probably tell me if you disagree with this. Uh, probably once or twice in my life, have I looked at pornography? And thought at afterwards, totally worth it. <laughs> Every single time, besides that, maybe once or twice, and it probably the once or twice was like when I was like a little kid, and the first time I saw it, and I was like, "Ow!" Oh. 
And then ever since after that, every yeah. single time it's been like, oh, that wasn't worth it. Oh, that was yeah, trash. Yeah, I think it was the first time. I think it was the first time. <laughs> yeah, but since then you're just like, oh, this is trash. Like, I yeah, thought bro. this was going to make me feel better, but in fact it made me feel worse. And yeah. now it's just like, and so like the truth is, the truth is you don't want to look at it. The truth is I don't yeah. want to look at it. And what allows us to look at it in the past, or even if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, and you're like, oh, maybe what's allowing me to look at it now? And I'll tell you, it's the simple fact that you are allowing it, like that it's a possibility in your mind. Because okay. the truth is that you're free from it and dead to it by yeah. God's grace, by because he became your sin and he died to it. And mm-hmm. so if you're thinking like, oh, it's a possibility for me to do it, and you set your mind on like, I hope I don't, but who knows? Yeah. But when you're like, it's not a possibility. Why? Because I'm dead to it and free from it. And he who is yeah. able to keep me from stumbling, Jude 24, like your hope is in this. He has freed me from it. It's a thing that he did 2000 years ago. And it yeah. is my experience now because he is in me and I am in him. I don't yeah. need to defeat it it is defeated, right? It's like yeah. that belief that we set and set. And so it's now it's no longer like, oh, we're trying really hard. What we're doing is, oh, I'm believing that this thing is done and over in Jesus's name, right? Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Like, I think when, once, like what you said, like once we leave that, like, like, I guess foot in the door, it like, ah, uh, like, I hope I don't tonight, you know, but it's like, nah, like, no, (laughs) like, I think my, my good friend, Angelo, he's just like, just don't (laughs) like, obviously (laughs) it's, it's better. It's better said than done. Right. But it's like, we, we have the power, like, like, cause we lack nothing. Right. We lack no spiritual gift. Like we have the power to be like, no, like in the name of Jesus. Cause it's like, I'm free. Yeah. You know? He who is able to keep you from stumbling is actually living in you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just, it's crazy. I think I was talking to my uh, my friend the other day. It's just like the thing of like remembering, like I think knowing. I think that's the thing that I struggle with. And I for, I just forget. I just be forgetting, bro. Like I just be forgetting that my father's good. <laughs> you know, like I be forgetting, bro. Like I'm just like, man, like. This guy loves me and like he wants the best for me. I think God is out to get me sometimes, bro. Like what? Like, but then when I say like, no, God loves me and he wants the best thing for me. Like, it's like, dang, like, yeah, facts, dude. You know? absolutely, man. And and setting your mind on that, the thing that, that you have been freed, that you have been set free. Like your identity isn't, Oh, I'm Aiden, I'm free. Your identity is, oh, I'm Aiden and I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. And therefore, I am free from sin, from lust, from all of these, uh, you know, besetting sins. Like, you have nothing to do with any of it, but it is yours by the grace of God. He's given it to you. So, um, yeah, shout out to, to Angelo. The reason why Angelo's like, just don't, is because it actually has no power over you. Yeah, that's right. It literally has no power over you. When you believe it does, it might, 
but yeah. you don't have to believe it because by the facts, by the the fact that Jesus did die and is mm-hmm. now alive, it literally has no power over you, right? Yeah, that's facts. Bro, that's so facts. so this this idea when you're a kid is like I am addicted or I am this thing. You're you get so fed up you <laughs> you break your computer. No, bro, and I also had going crazy i had this ps vita you know what a ps vita is no tell me what like, is it you know what a psp is it's a, is that like a gaming system oh well the ps4 uh playstation 4 uh-huh or okay so they had they had these little gaming things called psps uh-huh and then there's this other thing called the ps vita it's like a bigger version of it right uh-huh bro i was watching it on that bro and i remember i cut my charger and and I found my PS Vita recently. I was cleaning out my room uh, like two days ago. And I was like, dang, bro, I remember. I cut it off just to be free. <laughs> like I cut my charger. But yeah. But yeah, man, I thought I was addicted. Yeah, man. Cause that, but like I said, if you didn't, if the listener didn't hear this before, that's just the sign of the qualified heart. That's just the sign yeah. of someone who sincerely wants to serve the Lord, but does not understand their freedom from sin does not under mm-hmm. and so your heart from back in the back like you've always had this heart who wants to serve the lord you didn't understand the fullness of what he had done to your sin and so you were sincerely trying to figure it out by cutting this cord breaking your computer yeah. doing stuff yeah. that doesn't make sense but it's from this sincere heart so you start you start music in fifth grade with this belief about who you are and the ugly kid that you yeah. are in your mind, what what kind mm-hmm. of art were you creating with that yeah. kind of mindset? Man, it was uh, it was really bad, bro. Like, um, like it was cool, right? But um, not until recently, bro. My my music's been good and what it is. But yeah, back then I used to just create from a place that like, God, I need you. God, I'm so broken. Like I remember all my songs, like they're just like about how ugly I how ugly I am and I need Jesus to come fix me. Like that was my content, bro. Like all my content. Like, God, I'm so bad. The devil is always out to get me. I need your help, God. But you're good. Amen. Like like stuff like that, bro. It was it was just always like that from 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 like I remember like eighth grade bro like i started having mixtapes at that time i actually pressed out my first mixtape six, sixth grade but i remember like when i started making good music it was like in eighth grade uh-huh. and it was just the content bro it, it, i just created from a place of like like i love music so i want to create uh but i'm sad that i I'm, i keep falling into pornography i keep doing these wrong things so let me just write about it, you know, and, I, and that was my heart posture. Like, I'm so bad. Uh, I'm going to write about it. And this is glorifying God. And speak. I know we're talking about music, bro. But I remember, bro, like uh, when I was when we would go to church, right, church camps or church conferences, bro. Like, I remember I'd go to the altar, bro, and I would just pray. I say praying, bro, but I would just say how bad am I, bro? And I thought that was glorifying God, bro. Like, like that's, I think about that now. I'm just like, wild, bro. Like, I used to go to the altar, not even say God, like, not even say thank you, not even talking about how good God is. I just 
would say all these bad things about myself. God, I know that I'm ugly. God, I know that I'm this. And and I thought that was, and I would just go, thank you, Jesus. Like, you know, like, like that's how I used to create from, bro. And, and it was just so like toxic and it was really bad, bro. And like, I don't know what I was doing. I'll tell you what, though, it probably resonated with all the sad boys because like, yeah. I think about Christian and myself and uh, it sounds like you were the same way, like we were the ultimate sad boys, like the music that we like to listen to. Like, I love me some emotional movies. I love emotional music. I love, I used to love like really just being in my feels. And so when I yeah. hear someone, it's like, oh man, they're being vulnerable. Oh, they're really like this. And so the music you were creating already had a, a group of people that were going to grab onto it because they're dealing with yeah. the same stuff you're dealing with and they're feeling the same yeah. kind of bad you're dealing with. And so, but there's no way out. There still isn't an answer, right? Yeah. 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 Like it was just like, and I think that's the thing in, in our space, you know, we have this space called CHH Christian hip hop and it's always like, like I'm fighting demons, like demons coming after me. Yeah, like Jesus, like stuff like it's always talking about that, bro. Like, oh, yeah, the devil's out to get me, but no one's going to stop me because God is with me. Amen. Like, like that's like literally the content. And, and and even in that, like, like, yeah, but like talk about, you know, like talk about what. But. Well, bro, can I can I tell you how I used to think about Christian hip hop, doc? What's up? Until yeah, I met. Until um like Christian really put me onto it because I used to be yeah, yeah, yeah. a real hip hop head, um mm-hmm. but kind of like the root of hip hop is like you have there's there's competition there's always got to yep. be competition there always has to be the op right mm-hmm. and when it came to Christian hip hop I'm like part of this this art form is is competition and and bragging. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you make this kind of music if there isn't an op? Like if there isn't, like if there isn't something to go at. And then I started listening yeah. to Christian. I'm like, oh, okay, this is this is different. But when in CHH, like, what's the op? Well, it's got to be a demon. It's got to be the devil because it can't be. It can't be a different yeah, yeah. squad. It can't be like some guy down the street. And so you have to have something so, because it's very. It's a, it's built on competition. Yeah. And crazy. so like I can't really vibe with Christian hip hop that is trying to make like this thing out there that's coming to get you. Yeah. And that's why I eventually was like, "Oh, okay, there there can be music in this space that isn't about that." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro, it was just wild, but like going going back to like how I used to like create, like I just create off of that. And yeah, it was I'm I'm sure it's not going to be like I I always say like it's not good but like I know God's going to use it for like whatever right but like to me I'm just like man like that just wasn't like what it was what it was supposed to be you know but uh-huh. it but it was right and uh that's how I used to create and up until recently bro even like like yeah my project here the heavens I just dropped an album called here the heavens right and even then bro like like, yes, that thing is freedom. It's like, it's all my emotions and then freedom, uh-huh. which I kind of wanted it to be like that because now my music that I'm creating now is from a place of 
of Jesus fully free, right? Uh-huh. But like, I haven't even released the the music that I really want to like. If that makes sense, like the the true, just well, how it's supposed to be. I guess for me, like what I think it is, like what it's supposed to be, like what true Jesus f- slash freedom is. You know, and yeah, uh, man. It, and I I want to get to I want to get to that part of the story, but first, like, what what was like the first song that you dropped that, um, like actually got some like you're some an artist traction. now, yeah, like you're an artist. Uh, there is this song that I so I had a bunch of names when I was younger when I was an artist. Uh, my first name was AJT. That's my those are my initials. Uh-huh. My second name was X Nihilo. Uh, I got bullied so bad for that one. Uh, Wait, why did you get bullied for that, bro? People in the valley are just so mean, bro. Like, bro, be, okay, we can go like to that part of the story, bro. I got bullied so bad to the point where, okay, it's talking about how I used to take on things, bro. Uh-huh. I got bullied so bad, bro, that I quit music. Like, I quit music for a good moment of my life, and uh, it was the worst for me, bro. And in in yeah, like I wasn't getting beaten up or I wasn't. They're just like, making funny. Like, what was bro, it about it was, their music that they were roasting? Like, what? Why? Bro, it wasn't. It wasn't good, bro. You know, it it wasn't. I had a squeaky voice, and I'm sure they had a lot to make fun of. But I'm just a little kid trying to make music for Jesus. You know, like why do you gotta hit on me? But yeah, my name was X Nihilo, bro. So okay, sixth grade, first sixth grade, right? Fifth grade, I perform first performance. Everybody loves it. Kill it, right? Uh-huh. Sixth grade. My friends are like, bro, they have a talent show like again this year. But in sixth grade, there's it's middle school, so it's like more people, uh-huh. like a bunch of different people from schools. And I'm like, ee, I don't know, bro. Like, there's more people. But I was like, nah, I got it. I'm I'm in the bag, right? So I performed sixth grade. I didn't win, but I killed it, right? So I remember walking out of the building, uh, sixth grade talent show, bro. And I was like, yeah, I'm the man. I just performed. And I okay, another remix. I don't know if you ever heard of the song Only. By Nicki Minaj, Drake, and Lil Wayne. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So I did a remix of that song, and I killed it. Right, Jesus, Jesus, and uh, I'm walking out, bro. And I think these people are gonna come up to me, be like, "Hey, like you did crazy, bro." They come up to me, they just start laughing at me and telling me how bad it was. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, sixth grade, bro. I'm just like, man, my dreams are crushed, right? And um, ever since then, bro, I took on. I took on that, that I took, I took on that I was bad and I sucked and I was very insecure about my music for a long time to the point where sometimes now it's hard for me to play music for people. But now I know like I'm, I'm, I'm talented, but, but yeah, bro, like I remember taking on that and, and um, yeah, like sixth grade through, I think my sophomore year, bro, I got bullied. And I remember those years, uh, I remember those years, I tried so hard for people to forget that point in my life that I started playing basketball. You know, I, I, t- I started taking basketball very seriously and, and um, I started um, taking that very seriously. And I made that my thing, right? I wanted people to forget that Aiden was a rapper. I, f- I wanted them to forget X Nihilo. I wanted them to forget all that. Uh, so I got good at basketball, but even then, bro, like I wasn't that good. I was like second best, you know, and, and, uh, 
you know, it's crazy. And I, and this, this, I think we can segue into this like identity, right? Sure. Like those, those things were, I took those things as my identity. I took what my grandparents said about me when I was younger, my identity. I took what I was struggling with as my identity. I took what my music as my identity and what people made fun of, you know, and, and it was very, excuse me. Uh, it was just very hard, bro, because like, I guess that's who I was, you know, and, and again, and, and, uh, yeah, so made fun of, and then I remember my brother, bro, I'm not, I'm not the best artist, I, I'm not the best rapper, I'm not the best singer, bro, but I remember my brother just put, one of the best artists to me, my brother's one of the greatest artists, like, writers and rappers to, to me, right, and he, he's encouraging me, bro, get back in the studio, right, and I get back into making music, right, uh, -huh. uh, I think my sophomore year, that's, and that's when I, that's when I, uh, found out everything again, like just about Jesus and about who I am. And, and I started making music at the same time, bro. And, and, and I was also like, that's where I started creating music about like what I was telling you earlier, like, uh, about, um, like from a ugly point, like thinking like I'm so ugly, but I was creating music. I was creating music. Uh, so I was creating music So like It was crazy uh, And then I think the first song When I became an artist Was uh, My third name It was Aiden right It was A-D-3-N That was my name uh, uh, That was my third name right And uh, uh -huh. I remember I, I dropped this song called I think Heat Check It's not on any platforms I took that off bro But I remember it was just a fun song. It was a fun song. It's like, I don't know. I was just flexing, but it was a cool song. And that's when I was like, man, I'm an artist. People liked it. Some people still made fun of me, but I had a core fan base in my school. And I would go on to create this project called A3, right? Mm -hmm. And um, which I didn't know that I was th that was going to be my name in the future. But I remember creating this project called A3. It had five songs on it. And... Uh, that's when I established, like, yeah, I'm a real artist now. And I dropped that project. I went on to do a show downtown in my hometown. Uh, I think, like, 300 people came out, bro. Wow. I opened. And, I, yeah, bro, it was cool. It was me, my brother, and some some other dude that really, really uh, gave us the chance to even be on that show. Uh, but, yeah, like, that's when I was like, nah, I'm an artist. And I got, like, I'm like, nah, man. Like, pe like people can make fun of me, but I'm doing this, you know. Wow. I'm doing this now. You know, at a, I think that was my sophomore year. I think my sophomore year, I did my first show. I dropped my first project. Um, yeah. What was your best song, in your opinion? At that time? Yeah. There was this song, bro. So it's funny how you asked me that. Like, uh, I'm at the beach right now, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna trip with my family, and my girlfriend's next to me right now. But it was a song about my girlfriend. At the time, she was my girlfriend at the time. We had broken up, so I made a song about it. It's called Emancipate. You know what Emancipate is, means? Like to like... To be made free? Yes, bro. So I was <laughs> the, song, the song was like, I'm free from this relationship. I'm free from sin. I'm free from everything, bro. It was a pretty cool song, bro. Uh, it, it was like... And, and it was a sad song, bro. But it was like so emotional, bro. And I remember at the show, the first show... Uh, um, 
I think the line was this for me, this for me, this for no one but me. And I remember at the show, like everybody was singing that to me. And I was like, bro, this is kind of crazy. Like, but yeah, that was my, that was my good, that was my like best song at the time, Emancipate. Yeah. Were you like, okay, I'm going to do this thing now. Like I'm, I'm going all yeah. in into. Yes, bro. Yeah. I, I remember and, there was a moment your brother, where. Had your brother had some traction by then as well like some big time yes. traction uh yes and no bro so at the time i was more popular than him like i remember like like yeah man and, and it was a thing be- that my brother like used to battle with like dude like what's up like this little kid is like doing better than me right uh but there was something that the lord was teaching him like with that like you can talk to him bro like his story is crazy, but yeah, like there's a point where I was doing better than him at that time, bro. Like I was cooler. Cause I, I mean, I've been, I've always dressed cool. I, I was always cool and he wasn't, you know, and, uh, but he was a great rapper. Uh, so, but I was, there's a time where I was doing really good. And then, um, he, I remember he was pushing me forward. Like he was the one that backing me up and, uh, at the time. And then, so there was no real traction for my brother, till he dropped this song called seasons and it's still out if you want to go hear uh some of his best writing yeah he dropped that he got in contact with like rapzilla um he dropped more songs and then there's this one song called east side with 1k few and i remember uh i think this was during covid i was a senior I was a senior, so it took a couple years to, you know, really get some real traction. But sophomore till now, I've been doing this seriously. Like, no, I'm going to do this for real, you know. And, uh, uh, yeah, he dropped Eastside and he paved the way, bro. Like, I remember um, that one. He has 1K few on that song, uh, Eastside. And it was like, I think $2,000, bro, for that feature. Uh, And... um, it's kind of wild, right? But he had to like work two jobs for that. And, uh, bro, but that put us like where we are now, you know? And, uh, and now those guys are our friends. But that's what's but, yeah. up, dude. Okay, I wanted to take a break right now to tell you about our Bible studies. And we have Bible studies, we have, we have them almost every single day. So if you want, to vibe with this community, you want to talk to people who have been walking this out, you have questions, you want to you want to see where in the Bible it says the stuff that we're talking about, then, like I said, you have many opportunities. We got Monday night. We got Tuesday morning, slash Tuesday afternoon, depending on what part of the country you're in. We've got Wednesday morning. We got Wednesday night. We got Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon. Uh, man, we got, we got so many Bible studies. So please, if you want info for this, please email steady at lovereality.org and we'll send you all the hookups. You'll have all the information and, uh, you can join up to whichever one is the most convenient or fits your schedule. So please, this is where life happens. This is where it's going down. Steady at lovereality.org. 
so the first I ever hear of you um, is when did you how recent is real drug is that two years uh, last year t- 20 I think 2021 I might have been let me see okay let's see let's see and I'm trying to think have I only known about you for a year or has it been a little longer than a year so that was like the beginning of the year oh no uh this was April I dropped real drug April because that's when Christian found out about me too um, well, a yeah, bit so before. tell tell that story about like you running into. Okay, so Christian? the scene is like three fifty East Side comes out. You guys are blowing up a little bit, um, getting yeah, yeah, yeah. in the CHH scene. Uh, yeah. Had you dropped a project like after him, or um, you're uh, just kind of doing song like songs on the side, like little songs yeah. like that? So. I told you how I dropped that project A3. I took that project down and mm-hmm. I restarted. And I restarted with uh with this song called Shoot the Coop. And uh, that's still like my that's still song that song is still up right like on streaming platforms. And uh I started again uh from A3, right? Like that I, I there's a whole story, right? Like, but I became A3 and I was like, no, I'm gonna do this for real. Um Um Yeah, that was my fourth name, that's my final name. But um <laughs> But yeah, we, I, yeah, I take that off. So I'm doing singles, right? And uh, my brother drops East Side. And then I start like, I start like going on YouTube and I start like re, like just discovering new things, bro. Like other than hip hop, like other than rap, I start discovering new what, what music is, you know, type thing. And um, like, and I just like started listening to a lot of like Dominic Fike, um, like Neighborhood, um, like just all these like alternatives. And I, that's how I got into like alternative music. Right. And, and um, I, I made that song Real Drug. Right. Like that was one of the first songs that I made, like very alternative uh, heavy and um uh, I yeah, love the music I, video, dog. I was just watching it last night. I love that yeah, music video with you out the window. That's super cool. Yeah, that's Christian. I remember Christian, like, he was like, bro, that was like, he, that's his first, like, he texted me about that. He's like, bro, you're, that, that was a crazy scene. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, like, we did that, bro. And I remember um, uh, that at that time, I was getting my songs mixed by Reach Records. You know what Reach Records is? Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, that's crazy for me. Like, bro, Reach Records. Like, okay, Mike dropped Eastside, right? My brother dropped Eastside. A lot of people are liking us. A lot of a lot of people are looking at us. They're like, who are these guys? Who's 350? Then this guy named Hovey. I, know, I don't know if you know who Hovey is. Oh, I know yeah, who so, Hovey is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Hovey, randomly, bro, this is God, right? Obviously. Uh, finds my brother on, on Spotify. Randomly, bro. He's listening on Spotify. 350 comes up, right? Mm-hmm. And then he shares it. He doesn't even tag my brother, bro. He shares it like, hey, how come no one told me who this guy was? Right? He says that. And I screenshot it just to for these types of stories and these types of interviews. Like, uh, like, like I screenshot it just like to like look back on like down, like God is faithful, you know? But um, yeah. And he starts texting my brother, bro, and we're like, bro, no way, reach records, Hovey. And this this time Hovey wasn't even as big as he is. 
uh, he says like, yeah, whenever y'all on the A, like come through. We're like, come through where? He's like, oh, to reach, right? We're like, no freaking way, bro. So like now it's like we go to Atlanta all the time. Like I'm going to Atlanta next week, right? But uh, but at the time we're like, bro, Atlanta, Georgia, what? We're from Texas. Like no way. So we save up, bro, like for months, bro. We save up for like four months money, bro. Like we get the hotel, we get the t- tickets, bro. It's a crazy thing, right? We go to Reach Records, Atlanta, Georgia, for a few days. Go and we're tripping, bro. Me and my brother are tripping out. Like it's wild, bro. Like I remember there was this like, uh, there's this whiteboard, bro, with a bunch of names that always been there, right? Uh-huh. So I'm seeing like one K few. I'm seeing no big deal. I'm seeing, seeing RG. What up, RG? I'm seeing all these names, bro. And and I get the market and I write my name. Like no one knows who I am, right? But I write I write eight three, right? And now it's funny, like I did a show with all those guys recently, so it's just cool, right? But yeah, we go, bro, and we make Peter bands, bro. You know what that's you have you heard that song? Yeah, my oh, yeah, kids yeah. my kids know the lyrics now that we, I play it in the car, dude. Yeah, bro. Like, we like go white tea. Yeah. So people people think I'm saying Jesus name fight me. I'm saying I'm saying in Jesus name, like uh-huh. fight me. What's up? Like I got in the Jesus in Jesus name, right? But yeah, like we go, we make that. And uh, we come back, bro. Super inspired, super crazy, super a bunch of like uh, a bunch of like networking, and that's how we get our songs to start getting mixed by Reach Records, right? And I get the song, Real Drug. I I send it to Reach Records, and they're mixing it, bro. And and it's crazy for me. I'm still like 17, getting like 17, working with Reach, uh, uh, getting that mix, bro. And um, like I released that song with the music video. I'm t- I, like again, I'm taking it very seriously, and um, I released that, bro. And even that song, like if you, if you talk, if you hear those songs, I'm talking about myself, bro. Like, like, like I'm talking how how bad I am, how like emotional I am. Like God, I need your grace for another year. Like God, I need it. I need your grace because I'm so bad, right? Uh-huh. I'm talking. I'm creating from that place. But I release it. It's a cool song. Uh, I remember I hop on a live. To talk about it, right? Uh-huh. Like, hey guys, what do y'all think about it? Let me talk about this song. This man, uh, Negrito Santito, comes in the live, right? <laughs> Just saying all these things on 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 typing, right? And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, yeah, man. Like, I, I was like, I was like, yeah, he's a fan. <laughs> like, this guy's a fan. But but um, but he's like, hey, can I join the live? I'm like, man, yeah, like I guess. <laughs> so we go, bro. And he just starts asking me these, and he starts telling me these things, bro. You know what he asked me? He's like, uh, do you know that, like, you're free from sin? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> like, duh. But I didn't really know what that meant, right? Like, being free from sin. Uh, like, I remember he's like, do you know that, like, your your feelings are not the truth? And, like, he's just saying all these things and asking me these things. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, like, for sure, bro. Like. And then I start to be so at this time, like I had this sense of like I needed to be more spiritual than people, right? Like or whatever. Like I needed to say the right things. Like my mind was all types of weird. Uh, so I'm like, yeah, man. Like the Holy Spirit is like doing this and that. Like just trying to like. And he's like, yeah, man, that's cool. And then he just jumps off, bro. And I was so confused, bro. And I was like, yeah, guys, like we'll catch you later. And then. Um, he texts me like. That, by the right? way, for people who don't know, Negrito Santito is Christian Aparicio. Uh, so yeah, if Christian you don't Aparicio. know, that Christian who does yeah. the the music before the intro in the podcast. He yep. has an episode on here. Uh, he's he's yes. the man. So 
he jumps off yeah, and you're yeah. just like, what was that, huh? Yeah, what was that? He DMs me, bro. He DM, He's like, hey, man, like, uh, I love the conversation that we had. Um, like, I would love to talk to you, like, one-on-one. Uh, I'm like, man, yeah, for sure. But I wasn't going to talk to him one-on-one. Like, he asked for my number, and I, I gave him my number to him, but I was... I wasn't going to FaceTime him. And he's like, you want to FaceTime? I'm like, what? Like, why do you want to FaceTime? I don't even know you, right? Uh, but I I also know him through Mikey J. Like, uh, Mikey J and my brother are really good friends. So, like, that's how we kind of, like, got connected. And that's how he followed me. But, uh, yeah, um, he I give him a number. And I remember a few days later, he's like, hey, are you free to talk? Uh, and this was the night that I met you uh-huh. uh, through FaceTime. And he's like, you free to talk? And I was like, nah. Uh, but then he's like, nah, like, let's just FaceTime for a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay. And then like an hour goes by. He's like, hey, did you ever like save my number? <laughs> he's bro. But like, thank God that he kept like doing that, you know, like, cause like, he's one of my best friends now. Like he's one of my good friends. Like, like that's my brother. Right. And, um, but he kept nudging, bro. And, and I was like, man, I guess I'll just get this FaceTime over with, bro. Like literally, but that's how my heart was like, like, let's just get this FaceTime call over bro and we hop on facetime and i thought we we're just gonna talk about music bro but this guy just tells me what's up you know he gives me the he gives me the sauce and uh and he tells me um he reads me romans 12 i believe uh free from sin like romans 6 yeah from, romans 6 romans romans 6 verse 12 i think yeah 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 so okay yeah um uh, He's he, he uh, he's telling me that I'm free from sin and I'm and I'm fighting with him, you know, not not intentionally, but I'm fighting belief like like nah, like I'm not free from sin, bro. Like I just fell to pornography like yesterday. Like, how are you going to say I'm free from sin? Like, you know, I'm just fighting all that. And, and he's like, bro, like, let's read this again. You know, it says you are dead to sin. Like, I'm paraphrasing it right. You are dead to sin. And alive to and God. Since, yeah, and alive to God. And then he and then this is where he tells me the feelings and truth. And this is my whole thing now, bro. Truth and feelings. That's something that I stand on like like heavy now. Like I'm like I tell like I, I'm I'm uh, I'm part of a youth ministry right now. Like I serve in a youth ministry now with my friends uh here back in Texas. And that's what I tell uh, our students, bro. Like I, I'm big on feelings, right? So he tells me he's like like you are dead to sin and you are alive to God because God is, uh, because Jesus has died and he has been raised up. You are raised up now, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, yeah. And he's like, read it for yourself, right? So I, I read it for myself, bro. And get this, bro. I've been reading this, this verse forever, my whole life. Again, I grew up in a church, went to a youth group, church camp, right? Uh, I read it by myself, bro. Bro, and I start crying, bro. Cause I read it by myself, huh. right? Like I read it for my own. Wow! And I and I start crying, bro. Cause I'm just like, I find I true, I truly like. It's like, like my my shades were being off, and I got the I got eyes from God, right? Like, you are dead to sin, you are alive in God. And then he asked me. Uh, and, and then uh, he gets, he takes me to that verse where it says like uh, you are perfectly being made perfect, uh-huh. right? Um, and he's like, Aiden, this is what God says about you. Mind this. My whole life, I've been told 
nobody's perfect. You are not perfect, but God is good. Amen. Amen. All my life, bro. Uh Like that's been my life, right? So he tells me this. You are perfectly being made perfect. And he says, Aiden, you are perfect. I was like, what? Nah. No. You are perfect because the Lord says you are. And then I read it again for myself, bro. I'm just like, ah, like crying, bro, going crazy, like, right? And and I tell him, bro, I'm like, but I don't feel like I'm free from sin. Like, I don't feel perfect. Like, I don't feel loved. And he's like, he's like, did I ask you what you felt? Like, I asked you, I asked you what is, like, what you know, what it says about you. Hmm. It says you're dead to sin. And you are alive in God. And say, you are going to feel this. You are going to feel perfect. You are perfect. You, you're you not going to feel dead to sin. You are dead to sin. You know? Hmm. And that's something that I'm heavy on now, bro. And that's how I, I live now. And I that's how I distinguish how to be in my relationship with my girlfriend now. Like, detaching, detaching feelings from truth, bro. Like, it's crazy, bro. Like, what? what that can do for you and knowing that like I could feel a certain way in the morning when I wake up I feel so ugly about myself because what I did last night but I know that the Lord caused me beautifully and wonderfully made Mm. you know like I could feel very bad and I could feel like I am this disgusting human being man but no the Lord has made me wonderfully you know and and that's the truth though. That's that's the that's the thing of the truth, like truth and feelings, bro. Cause yeah, like I think that's something I live by. Yeah, man. So much of the time we've let our feelings dictate what is true. And then what mm-hmm. you started to do was let the truth dictate your feelings. So like yep. if you wake up and your feelings are saying this, well, truth yeah. is actually this. And so instead of letting your feelings say, Oh, well, that can't be true, now we look at our feelings and say, that thought isn't coming from me. That's coming from yeah. the enemy of my soul, the accuser of the brethren who wants to position me like this. But because of what Jesus has done, I I am perfect. And in the Bible, perfect means full. It means a yeah. house with all full rooms. It doesn't mean that like good. that we've never made a mistake. It means... Mm-hmm fullness completeness and you are full because jesus lives in you so when he's saying this to you your your just experience was like nah this guy can't be right like my experience is saying the opposite of what he's telling me Mm -hmm. yeah there's there's this moment bro like i think even now bro i still struggle with it yeah like i've been i've been free in jesus i've been saved my whole life this is why i tell people i've been saved my whole life but I'm free in Jesus for like nine months, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, there's there's this moment, I there's this thing I still struggle with. Like, I hold on to that, bro. Like, I hold on to like, nah, 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 it's not. Like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a sinner. Like, I hold on to that so much. And it's so hard for me to like, like, let go and rest in that. I am free from sin, like, and let go of that. Those feelings are just a feeling, Aiden, like, like, 
like those are just thoughts those are not real Aiden like I, there's something in me and there's I think it's the flesh or something I don't know man or the enemy the accuser right? like it's just something holding on like I want to keep that on me like I want to be mean to myself like I want to I want to hurt myself and I want I want myself to struggle like like it's weird you know and um <clears throat> I think this is something that we talked about in Atlanta when we met up and it's that if we're struggling there's like this lie that's like you're an emotionally deep person if you're struggling like mm, and your yeah. art can be you know deeper and people are like oh that brother is deep because yeah, yeah. there's like this turmoil going on within him um and here's the truth man if if you still think that you're a slave to sin and if it's because of participation in sin then confess and turn from that sin, man. And you're already, yeah. you're forgiven by God. But if it's yeah. like this or that, like, see the lie that's having you participate in this thing, call it the lie that it is, and move on with boldness. Move on yeah. in truth. Um, if it is, because like this this lady a few months ago was just like, I feel like I, I'm a sinner, I still like, I'm still this thing. And I said, well, yeah. What do you need to to turn from? What do you need to confess? Because like Jesus has set you free and she couldn't come mm -hmm. up with anything. She was just like, oh, I think my thoughts. And I'm like, well, not every thought's coming from you. Like, yeah. <laughs> and so That's crazy. to the listener, if you're listening to this, you're like, I can't like, a3 is saying that he's free from sin, but I can't say that I'm free from sin because even if I haven't done something, like I had a thought, like if mm -hmm. you're listening to this podcast, there, you're, you're either, your heart is qualified. Why would you be listening to an interview with a Christian rapper? Right? What I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah, your yeah. heart is qualified. You, you want the things of the Lord. Like you've been loved by him. You may be entertaining thoughts that aren't yours. You may yeah. be entertaining. And so, um, but yeah, you had identified with your struggle so much, like you're writing this this music that is good. Like the music sounds mm -hmm. good. Real drug is a good sounding song. Like it's it, it's yeah. catchy, but it's built on this premise that I'm this thing that God says that I'm not. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's just something I, I held on to. And even that night, right? Like I just didn't want to like believe it, bro. But I remember that night, bro. Like one of the like first nights I slept like okay like I was literally like you know how it says like to rest and that doesn't mean necessarily mean sleep right like but like to rest in the Lord but I remember like that was the first day like I rested like fully like in Jesus like and I slept really good <laughs> you know like like just knowing that like I'm free from sin okay I'm gonna go I'm gonna sleep you know like yeah. Cause there's there's these thoughts that go, you know, like entertaining thoughts that are not mine. Like I would go to sleep with those and I would live with those and and it was just crazy. But um it's been a journey, bro. Like just from there to now, like I've been better and 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 how to navigate like my feelings and knowing that I'm free and sin. You know, it's still something that I learn with like uh to the listeners, just like I've been free in Jesus for like a few months. And uh, I remember like, I remember telling Christian, bro. I remember asking Christian like, like, bro, how, when am I going to get to the point that you're at? You know, like, or you believe it. Because 
I'm, I'm hearing that I'm free in Jesus. I'm here that I'm free from sin. And that night I heard that, right? And I know that. I just don't believe it, bro. Like, like, when am I going to get to that point? You know, and I, I when am I going to be free, fully free from pornography? When am I going to be, you know? And uh, I remember he told me, he's like, I asked that same question to, I think, what's, uh, what's y'all's big homie? What's his name? Jonathan, uh, probably. Yes. Yes. He asked Jonathan, like, um, when, when he asked the same thing that I asked, you know, and he told me, and he told me that, and, and Jonathan told him, I'm not going to tell you because the Lord's going to do what he needs to do, you know? And, uh, and the Lord has done what he needs to do with me. And I believe it and I walk in it now, you know, like it's just, it's amazing. Yeah. Dog, you're free now. Yeah. Like the, the, the that's the truth of the gospel. Yeah. The gospel is this thing that has happened past tense. Yeah. And that first night you started to believe that it was a past tense thing that had happened. And as you're seeing this and you're and you're going through like there's more truth being revealed, more truth being revealed. Mm-hmm. And the truth is this, but it just gets revealed more and more that it's all a thing that Jesus has done. And yeah. your thing is to fight the good fight of faith in believing that it has been done even when you don't feel it even when yeah. you don't see it, um, yeah. that he has done it. It's a past tense thing. Like you are complete, you're whole, you've been given every spiritual blessing. Like, and you and I have the same Holy Spirit. We have a different yeah. set of spiritual gifts, but we have the same Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. And it's manifesting in you and who you're able to reach in a different way than I am and praise God for it, that, that it isn't the same. But let me ask you this. You start on your new project, the one that Hear the Heavens that just came out a few months ago. Mm-hmm. What was your mindset in now writing this new music from a new lens of, oh, Jesus has done this thing? Yeah. Well, so Hear the Heavens, bro, has been a project that I've been working on since I was a senior. So I, I've been create again, like that time I was creating from a place of, just I'm ugly, right? Uh, I'm a sinner. So um, that project has been three projects till now, you know, because I was very like insecure and and I would just take down songs and I would just make songs this and then I would just do a bunch of stuff, bro, that became a whole mess, right? Uh, but I think in the final lap of finishing Here the Heavens, bro, is that's when I became that's when I became free in Jesus. And that's when I started to really f- see it come together and just be like, like, no, this is the, th- God knew this was, this is why it took so long. This is why it took so long to be made because you were going to experience the fullness and the freedom of Jesus Christ. And you were going to need to put Christian on, I needed to meet Christian, you know, I needed to meet certain people. I needed to hear certain things to finish this project, bro, because it's not just music, you know, like we don't, we don't just do music for music. We do it for the gospel. We do it for the people. We do it for people to be reached and, 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 um, to hear this, uh, to hear Jesus. Right. So as I say that out loud, I'm, God is saying like, bro, there is a reason why it took so long. Hmm. There is a reason why it was three projects and like three projects out of periods of time you know, and, and, uh, because I needed to go through that, you know, and, and, uh, 
yeah, the final lap of finishing here the heavens, bro, like, is where I truly was like, nah, man, like, let's get it, like, freedom in Jesus' name, like, Jesus is all here, and, and it was a beautiful thing, bro, just, like, just, like, seeing it come together, bro, like, I was just like, man, like, all this, all this time, like, for this, you know, like, it's just crazy. So, like, the track list, there's some, like, emotional aid in, and then it gets yeah. to, like, the second or third to the end of the, of the, of the project, and it's like, no, this thing is all about freedom. Like, I like yeah. how it, like, the project just tells a story, and then we Thank get to you, the bro. end, and it's just like, there is, like, this thing is yeah, all yeah. about freedom, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank yeah, thank you. Cause um, okay, and also like finally free. I uh, I'm kind of iffy about that song now, right? But that's the last song in the project, and uh, I made that song right after I met Christian. Like I I I wrote that song and got that song made. Uh, because I was just like, dang, like this is the truth, and and, and I'm glad that you say that it's a story that you get it, bro. Cause I don't think people were gonna get it, but yeah, it is a story, bro. It's a it's a story of like how my life is, bro. Like like very emotional very about me very about me and then like very like 180 bro like nah man like god you are not your feelings aiden like jesus is here and jesus is is in you type thing and um yeah and I, and I think that really set the tone bro for what's to come next man like like it's like finally i'm finally free like i'm gonna show you what freedom is you know because uh, at the beginning of the project, Here the Heavens is very emotional. It talks about my story. It talks about the thoughts that I go through. Um, but now it's time to talk about like thoughts I have now, you know, <laughs> or the yeah. what's now. Absolutely, man. And so, like from your first performance, let's talk about performing real quick, and then we'll we'll start to wrap this up. But like from your first performance, being in front of all these people, I I got to see you uh, perform. Uh, at Holy Smoke in Atlanta and just mm -hmm. the energy and the passion. And I did like, there's this temptation to compare yourself. Like, cause yep. at a festival like that, everyone's going up and nobody wants to be weak energy. Everybody wants yep. to bring it. Everybody wants to kill it. <clears throat> and so there's this temptation to like put pressure on yourself and for you to be this sort of thing, how have you dealt with that? And how have you grown in just releasing the pressure and just, just being yourself? Yeah. How have you yeah. grown in that, that's a, man? That's a great question, bro. Cause, um, yeah, we performed at Holy Smoke, performed with my brother and, uh, it was amazing. It was a dream come true, right? That next weekend, I perform uh, my own set. I have 15 minutes at this uh, festival called Seattle Fest. And um, <clears throat> um, I remember, bro, like the night before, bro, I was just, I had this not peaceful in my body, like not very, not at ease. Like I, I, I was okay. Like my feelings were okay. Like my mind was okay. But my my body, my physical body was not okay. Like it was just something about it, bro. Like I don't know what it was, right? To the flight on the to the flight to Houston, to when I get there, to when Christian picks me up from the airport. Like my body, like is weird, and I'm feeling just not at peace, bro. And um, I didn't know what it was, you know. And I was trying to figure it out, and 
And I remember Christian asking me like, like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, I still feel weird, bro. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm praying. I'm I'm talking to God. Like, what's what's going on, God? Like, you know, and he's like, well, you don't have to figure it out, you know? And, and I think Christian, like, he's speaking life over me and he's praying for me. And, and, and one thing he tells me is, Aiden, this is this event and this show this 15 minutes is not about you Hmm. you know and and i was like there it was that's what it was bro like that's what was like making me feel weird and that's what it was the pressure bro to perform like that that was like no you're here you need to prove something again everything you're saying bro but subconsciously i wasn't even like i didn't even know that that i was feeling that Hmm. you know like I was just like, God, like, I've done shows before. Like, I'm not nervous. Like, like, I know what needs to be done. I know that, I know the, what I have to spread is you. And I know I'm going to say free, like the G, excuse me. Like, I know what I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to say, like, but what's wrong? Like, I just don't feel that peace, you know, but subconsciously I was just making it about myself, bro. Like, you know, and, 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 uh, I remember when he tells me, he's like, Aiden, this, this is not about you, bro. Like, this is about Jesus. So if you fail, you fail for Jesus. Hmm. <laughs> if you sing something wrong, you say something wrong, man, praise God. Hmm. You know, and I remember him saying that, bro, and, and and letting me know, bro, the simple fact that this is not about you, Aiden. You know, and um, and bro, like, and then I killed it, you know, like knowing that, bro. This is not about me. So when once you take that off, bro, the pressure to perform, the pressure to stop being a sinner, the the pressure to stop watching like like ah, I gotta stop watching porn. I gotta stop watching porn. I gotta stop watching porn. Like like nah, like it's like money, you know? Because we have the Creator, like we have the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords type thing, you know? Like yeah. this is about Jesus. This is about Jesus. Me watch not watching porn is about Jesus. Like me, like. Like, it's like, you know, like all, all of it just points back to him. And I think that's the thing that I'm, yes, like we say it, but that's the thing I'm learning right now. Like in this, in this, in my, my new way of living, like every step I take is in Jesus. Everything is to glorify him. You know, everything, bro. Like every second, every minute, everything is to glorify Jesus. Um. and, and, uh, I think that's how I take things now, bro. Like that's how I perform now. Like, uh, I don't need to be the flyest. I don't need to be the, I don't need to do nothing, man. Like, I think that's the thing that I've learned, man. Like if anybody gets anything out of this, that don't do anything like <laughs> that's the thing. Like I learned not <laughs> to do anything. I really learned not to do anything and, and just rest, you know, and when we talk about rest, like it doesn't mean sleeping and, 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 and laying down, but it means believing and trusting in what Jesus says, you know, and, and, and being like, okay, God, I'm with you. Like, like that, that, the, that rest, that's the rest. And that's how I uh, answer your question. That's how I go to shows now, just at rest, like knowing that this really ain't about me, bro. There's this moment where um, at Holy Smoke, 
where, and this is no shade to Andy Minio, super talented dude, but like the security cards, the security guards roll up and we're, I'm, you're in the green room. I'm right next to the green room. And uh, the security guards come and they're moving people out of the way. And then Andy Minio shows up and it's just like, oh mm-hmm. man, that's, that's the dude right there. Like in, yeah. in this scene, like he's the one that's killing it the most. And mm-hmm. uh, he's right there and you're sitting there and you're, you're just like, yo, that, that's the dude, right? And everyone's mm-hmm. kind of excited. There's like a new energy that hits there. And yeah, I was yeah. just sitting there and I'm like, I hope, I hope Aiden knows that he has the same spirit. Yeah. Like if, cause Andy Minio's a believer and you're a believer and we don't need to compare or need to measure ourselves up against, we just get to be who we actually are. Like, Mm-hmm. I can't be you, you can't be me, and neither of us can be Andy Minio. And what God has set before him, that's him. And and praise the Lord, that dude is 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 out here doing it. But yeah, while you were looking at him, I saw your excitement and I was excited too. I'm like, it's kind of cool, you know, there's this cat yeah, is right yeah. here. But it was just my heart for you to know, yeah. like, nah, man, I'm good. And I yeah, think yeah. I saw that in your performance. I think you were moving free and moving like without the uh, the pressure, and so I love yeah, seeing that. Yeah, yeah and it was cool. It, I'm, I'm. Thank you for saying that, man. Uh, but like, I think um, my heart in that moment, man. I was just like, I was more reflecting on the that, like, wow, like, look at God's faithfulness, you know. Like, yeah. like, um, my story, bro, is like this. Yeah, like I'm free. I'm free in Jesus. Like, like, but I had, I have a dream. I had a dream when I was young, and I have a dream now. Like, to do what I do, you know, it may not seem cool. Like, it may not seem the biggest thing to people, bro. But like, like, my dream is to be a, a Christian artist, a Christian rapper, and do this. You know, like that's my dream, and and, and I think seeing that, like. Like, yes, we're talking about just being free in Jesus. But if anybody has a dream, like, take that to Jesus, you know, and and and, and see what he's going to do with it, bro. Like, like, because, yeah, like, I was a young kid writing songs in a notebook. And now I'm in the green with Andy Minio performing on the set. Same, same, same set list, you know, like, like, that's just crazy to me. <laughs> Praise the Lord, bro. Here, tell me about what's coming up. And yeah. how you are like the mindset as you're moving forward with the music that you're writing. Yes, sir. I'm I'm excited, bro. Cause again, like I said, like it's like here the heavens, freedom only gets better. I'm finally free. And that's what I'm living now. And bro, I'm telling you, bro, when I tell you this, yes, I, I sent you that song that I sent you, right? Uh-huh. That's just a fun song, bro. I didn't. I I can't wait to show you what I'm really re- working on. <laughs> like that's just like something that I made in 30 minutes, bro. Like, uh, that was just something to get like the 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 followers and the fans going. Uh-huh. But bro, like, what I'm working on, bro. Like, like it's just it's very special, bro. And and uh, uh it's this new project called that is called the Heart of the Pure. You know, like that's like uh, this new project that I'm working on, and and. Um, it's almost done, but, and it's crazy, bro. Like you're talking about something new, how my heart, my posture is now and stuff, bro. Like, like 
Hear the Heavens took three years, bro. I'm finished with this project. It's been like four months, you know, like showing what Jesus and freedom, when you're really being led by the spirit, bro, like Jesus will do anything, right? Uh, like, uh, I'm excited. Uh, I'm creating from a place of just knowing that Jesus is my king and that I don't have to do anything and that I get to talk about what it truly means to walk in this, you know? It's called the heart of the pure. I'm the pure, you know? So it's talking about my heart now. It's talking about what my heart is and who I am and uh, what it means to really walk in, in this freedom. And uh, uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited just to be sharing this new stuff with everybody. And, and I'm excited just to be alive and live. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Hey, if, if uh, I'm sure there's some people that are listening to this that haven't heard your music. Uh, hopefully yeah. there's a lot of people who have heard your music that are listening to this. Uh, if you want to get a hold of your music, like where give the people like how can they uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. get a hold of your music, dog? Uh, all streaming platforms. I go by two two things. A three, A three. Literally all streaming platforms. You want to follow me on Instagram? Just get more and uh, TikTok, all that good stuff. Uh, YouTube. Uh, my handle is where is A three? Uh, yeah, because I'm not here. Jesus is. Uh, but yeah, if you want to get connected with me, uh, yeah, where is A3? You want to book me? There's uh, my email, my my bio. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm A3. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for coming on, man. I love your story. I love your heart, man. And I'm just looking forward to hearing more. Just yeah. It's just going to be more, right? Just more. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah. I love you, bro. Thank you so much for having me on this podcast. Like I said, I'm a real big fan. I hear this on the daily. DTL for life. Bro. Let's go, man. Love you, dog. Love you, bro. Got me singing like glory. Yeah, it got me telling my story. Know that your love is pouring on me. And love is pouring on me. River flowing in and never ends. More than life, more than me, more than just pretend. You can feel freedom from within. Freedom fly, be the child that you always been. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. We would love it if you could share this so that people could hear uh, more of these stories. And a way you can do that is to rate us on Apple Podcasts. Give us a high rating. If if you give us less than a five star, I'm inclined to believe that you're not really rocking with us. So give us a five star rating and, and throw a comment in there. If you're going to talk about us on social media, go ahead and use the hashtag death to life and let's get that hashtag going. This podcast is a production of Love Reality. And if you want more information about Love Reality, go ahead and check us out at lovereality.org. This show's produced by Tyler Morrison and Katie Prusha. The sound and editing is done by Addison Collingsworth and Eddie Cornejo. And then the Johnny on the spot is Annabelle Harper. And the artwork is done by Felix Gassman. Thank you so much for listening. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm.